Hello and welcome to episode 56 of Wing Sauce, the Timu Polkinen edition. Right. It sounds kind of weird, but in the 50s, man, it's going to be dicey. The only one really in the 50s that we care about is uh, 59. So, um, whoa, whoa, don't even get. try to act like you care about Bertuzzi. I gave that you guys the option to. That is unfair, hey. Justin. You've been holding this. I, you know, that that's a good point. You can't, you can't say that we don't like Bertuzzi. No, you don't. That is just. Incorrect. I bought it. I bought his jersey. Oh, <laughs> drunkenly. You really did buy that? Yeah, drunkenly, mind you. But still, I also have he, him on my fantasy squad, and I didn't does. get rid of him, even though he's on IR. Because we trust Eiserman, maybe more. Maybe we just like Eiserman more than you. Is probably what it is. Uh, fuck you guys. I'm just. I, I'm just <laughs> backwards here. I'm trying to figure out what it is. But so maybe we'll go with that narrative. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I'm I'm just waiting for the for uh, episode 59 because I mean, we didn't have a 58. So, um I'll be 58. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that sounds good. The wing sauce edition. Yeah. Uh well, there's going to be a few of those in the 60s, fellas. But um but yeah, how is everyone doing? Uh it's cold as shit. It's 9 degrees. It's frigid. I'm upset. I didn't get my car or my truck detailed yesterday because the guy messaged me. He's like, hey, it's snowing. Let's just wait until next week. And I'm like, all right, that's fine. I look at the radar, or like the, the forecast. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to snow next week, too. I'm like, son of a bitch. Yeah, dude. So February just kind of came up on us and just hit us right in the right in the mouth. That's just how February is, though. I feel like everyone forgets that the winter in Michigan's in February. It's, it's but this one in particular, right? But I'm, Well, it's usually... Oh, I ahead. feel like it's usually end of January, beginning of February. What, what do you think, Connor? I, I'm no, I'm, I'm agreeing with you, Dustin. I think that it's the end of January, and then February you get pounded, and I'm actually pretty happy for that too. I felt like I felt bad for. I'm not. I like doing this. I like snowmobiling, but I felt bad for the people that usually go up north every weekend and bring their snowmobiles up because I was up a. I don't even know, maybe like early January, and I see all these people going up there. They got their sleds. They're on 75, you know, they got the trailer full of eight. Oh, yeah. You know, you get up there and there's like two inches of snow. And I'm like, man, that, that sucks. You, you can tell. They, That's why we get rid of them. We had we uh we had to get rid of ours, man. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, I can tell that they, you know, took Thursday. It seems like, you know, they took some time off of work and they go up and make a big weekend out of it. So right. hopefully they're doing the same thing now because it it is a blast up there, but it's not fun if there's no snow. You're just going on uh, your, your mud wheeling. So yeah. Connor, uh, Lenka was actually she posted a video of her snowmobiling. I've never been snowmobiling. Oh no! Yeah, where where is she in? Uh, is she back she's in home Buffalo? In... No, uh, oh, I think okay. she's in Buffalo. Yeah, that uh, looks but... that looked fun. Yeah, I can't I can't confirm though. Um, did you see that video? <laughs> just roll more. She posted that video of that kid breaking his drum. Yeah, I was dying laughing. <laughs> I was just like, he's so, he was so upset. He's just like, oh. Yeah, they like oh. they like did a close up on it too. Yeah, <laughs> classic. To really inspect the damage. Yeah, but uh, I'm assuming now up north has some good amount of snow. But, oh yeah, uh, they're getting yeah. pounded. It, like yeah. every single week, it's been it's been dumping at least six to eight inches. I mean, we have six inches probably on the ground here that hasn't melted since it's been so cold. Yeah, for sure. It's it, there's a lot of snow here as well. I'll take, take a picture of it. On I always look at like something flat. You know, like we have a a deck in the back and like these little benches that are built in in the deck. And you, there's, there's a lot of snow that is there. I'll take a ruler out there and do the classic ruler in the snow. See yeah. How got there you go. I'd say, there. I'd say we have about a foot and a half over here in Grand Rapids. 
Yeah, it's it's probably getting yeah, it's probably right around a foot, foot and a half. But I I, w- I was in Colorado this past weekend. We're recording on a Sunday, so a, you know a little over a week ago now, and they were getting like twelve inches to fifteen inches. I felt like every single day. Oh it yeah, was, it was insane. They're they're sitting on like eighty five inches of snow. <laughs> like they they don't they're running out of places to put it. So tearing tearing up that fresh pow pow. Yeah, it was. It Con- was uh, Connor, I tried to get Dan Milan to send me some videos and pictures of you being drunk, but he didn't. <laughs> he didn't no. succeed with that. That's because yeah, Connor's never Mark. irresponsible. That's right. Yep. Is that what it is? And Dan's just super irresponsible. No, I. Uh, I bet Dan just forgot. That sounds actually probably. <laughs> that, that's that's what that's I was that's going with Ta- more Connor. <laughs> yeah, I, I figured Dan's got a little bit too drunk and forgot my request. <laughs> yeah, I think that's definitely probably it. I'm sure there could have been a few times where. A, a video or a picture could have been nice, but um, maybe not nice for me. But Connor, nice. Connor escaped that one. <laughs> I know he got lucky. I was hoping to have some good, some good uh, mm. content for the Instagram. But <laughs> damn it, Dan. Yep, yep. It's a bummer. Oh, uh, next, uh, next time we all go to Colorado, uh, and then and we'll get some pictures. We need to do a, a wing sauce trip somewhere. I know, yeah, man. Get, it, I don't know. Just I guess have more flexibility to to do what we want, and even like somewhere driving or you know tailgating i'm I'm good for even tailgating at a game <laughs> so columbus is having Absolutely. fans starting this like coming up soon okay let me rephrase that columbus got approval from the city they're waiting on like the health department or some shit so if columbus has an opportunity for us to get tickets we should go down to columbus and watch a hockey game that'd be sweet i mean i'm, I'm just even thinking like you know we should uh i think the I think, um, well, this is going to sound knock on wood here. Um, I'm hoping that we're getting back to normal. I mean, it, it sounds like we're in a decent spot as far as cases go. Uh, vaccine. Yeah, people are taking that, that leap of faith right now, for sure. Yeah, yeah and I think that, um, I don't know. I mean, I can start, I start seeing people booking for, you know, different trips, maybe eight, nine months out, just planning. You know, remember when we were, people were planning at trips like a year ago? And you're like, okay, well, maybe in the it, probably in the winter, you know, everything's going to be fine. So I'm hoping that yeah. it's not going to be a repeat of that because I can also see that happen. <laughs> yeah. Or we could just uh, are are any of the um, is Florida opened up like completely? I know Tampa is like still a little bit. I don't but, think, it's uh, but probably it would probably. be cool to see a game in like a warm state especially right now i just want to get out of the damn cold but <laughs> but True. um i guess speaking of hockey we can discuss that uh the red wings actually from sunday to sunday are two and two wow so they, they have 500 hunt. team baby still in the hunt let's go uh but we were not the first ones to 10 losses surprisingly um, so I, th- I believe it was, so it was, um, Ottawa and then who was the other one that sucks right above them? Um, Vancouver, Ottawa and Vancouver both. So Ottawa's got uh 12 losses. Vancouver's at 11 and we are sitting pretty at 10 and your Detroit Red Wings. At 10. Yeah, baby. Uh, still with a negative 18 goal differential, but uh, that's nowhere near Ottawa's negative 30, boys. Yeah, yep, sitting pretty there. I mean, trending the right direction, not being last in everything, I guess. Yes. You know what? Well, it's, a, it's a baby step. 
the the negative side is I've been reading that they're trying to change the draft lottery, so um, it might be benef- it might be beneficial being last place this year. We'll see. Uh, at least I mean I'm feeling better about this draft to player wise. I don't know. I mean, yeah, of course, there's always people at the top they're going to talk about. It doesn't seem like you have that that crazy good player. I'm trying to think of the right word. Ah, um, uh, that one kid, Owen, talent, I think that Owen Power kid's supposed to be pretty a pretty big deal. I think yeah, but I think it's more normal big deal, right? I don't think it's like transcending a, a uh, into a dynasty big deal. Can can we all agree that every single first overall pick gets like they they always try to decipher who's one and two and then they blow those two up throughout the entire like like leading up to the draft and then everyone's expecting them to put up McDavid numbers, Crosby numbers, Ovechkin numbers and it 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 only happens every once in a while. Like you look at Jack Hughes right now and he's starting to come into his own, but I mean last year he just he looked like a normal a normal guy. Um the problem is when you when you you look at the samples, right? Like that's why like when we had the conversation about Mantha and you guys are talking about his Q days. It's like that's nice, but the Q doesn't translate into the NHL. Like it it, I, right. I, I, some, exactly. sometimes it does but it's like I, it, all these kids right it's a big marketing tag oh look at all these yeah. kids are so good so good well and they get up here and they're actually playing at their level but everyone's expecting them to be like you no, said the, tyler Connor, David. the different the, yeah, difference, no, and, the difference for me though in, in the mantha thing is first of all I've, i whenever i talk about the queue i'm just gonna bring that up until i beat a dead horse by the way that is <laughs> the queue is a points league so everybody listening even us we have to remember whenever we talk about the queue if you don't put up 80 points, you're, you're like not a good player. Like you have to put up 150 points. That's like kind of maybe standard. I mean, yeah, that, that is um, maybe not standard, but if you're going to be a high draft pick. It shows you're, that you're going to be playing in the show at some point. Yeah, like so that that's a that's a point. For, if you're a skilled player, fast player, you're not playing in the dub, you're not playing in the O, you're, you're playing in the Q. That's kind of that's kind of what it is if you want to play more European style hockey. The thing that I was bringing up is that he he's a guy that can – he he can score like that. That's his. Like you go to the queue. He did that on purpose. He he's kind of like playing in his element. So when you take a guy in, you're like, okay, this is what I expect from you. This is where you're comfortable at. And now I'm going to take a gamble and say, be comfortable here, get better, and and hopefully you're still finding the back of the net. I mean, he's a pure goal scorer. That's I think that everybody knows that. It's just that that's streaky. I mean, <laughs> we saw th- that last night. Yeah. One thing on one thing on Mantha though. Well, I guess one thing on Bertuzzi is he's never been a healthy scratch that I'm aware of for the Red Wings. I, I don't think – I mean, I personally, I've seen a lot of players on my team that they're they're playing – but like, are they the – if you look at the roster and say, are they the worst person on the roster right now? Would they help would – they, would they be worse playing right now than like the third or fourth line? No. And like in my teams, the coaches definitely – you know, captains have been healthied. The, your point leaders have been healthied. I think like I'm actually happy he did that. That's something that Blashell did. That I'm like, oh, hey, that's a. I it's, like what you're doing. Might be sending I, a message, you know, like it hey, was sending a message. Up, dude. Oh, no, it, it was 100 percent a message. 100. That Mantha looks. He's been looking great. Even like when he was healthy, it looked like he wasn't playing the worst he's played all season. Like his first five games, he didn't look like he wanted to be there, um, and even more than that. But now. I don't know. I, I think that they're expecting more out of him. So even when he does play well, I mean, points or not. It's about how he's playing right now and getting opportunities. And you even saw it yesterday. If he didn't score that goal, I still thought he played well. But it's nice sure. to have that on the stat sheet, right? And I and I right. think it's good. 
And I, I was having this conversation with Hugh last night because he's like, why is everyone getting all over Mantha? Like, he's not doing that bad. I said, no, you're right. But right now he's just playing as an average player when he can do so much more. He's capable of much more and we all know it. Um, and I feel like after after a payday that he had this past uh, offseason, yeah, I feel I, like this was kind of the the time to prove it. And I think he'll yes. do it, you know? Well, Tyler, that's my thing. I expect. Oh, sorry, Connor, to cut you off. Um, I, I expect a little bit more out of him coming out of that that, that signing this off season. Uh, I, I don't Everyone feel like. He, and, and that's the thing, though. I feel like he's he's playing like he's playing like he just signed a one year, or I don't even know what he's playing like. He, it's just it's not the Anthony Amantha we saw last year, getting that four ga- four goals one game, coming off you know a good scoring gear. I feel like he's just kind of dead in the water right now. So, I, I don't think. <laughs> I I don't think so. Uh, I I have his last five, his last uh, yeah his last five games, um, and he's got he's got three points three points in the last five games, uh, two goals in the last five games, and two goals one assist. Um, so and he's he was plus three last night against Nashville. He was uh, you know he's remained pretty much even, um throughout the last five games, he only had a minus one against Tampa when they lost like five to one or whatever. Um, but Dustin, to, to your point that you were saying that you don't think that he's the same Anthony Matt that we saw last year. I mean, I, I, it's too early to say, right? Like, yeah, he had a slow start and some, some players are, I'm not going to say you're allowed to have a slow start because, you know, this is a shortened season. There's really no time for, you know, screw ups, but um, he's starting to turn things around and, and I'm not going to say scoring at will, but, uh, I expect it looks like he's getting time, his confidence back. Yeah. Like when he has the pucks getting through the neutral zone, as he did a few times yesterday, like he had it almost in the defensive zone. I want to say like top of the circles once or twice on a good rush. And when he has the puck there with speed, I'm expecting big things to happen. Um, because he's got the, he's got the hands, he's got the speed and he's got the shot. So uh, that's that's what you look for in a player, I think, when you sign these deals. And Dustin, I know you said he looks like a guy that signed that just is look playing like a one year type thing. I, like he almost looks like he's he's got he's a guy. When he started the season, he was playing poorly. I thought he looked like a guy that had a bad attitude after signing a, a big deal. Like he's like, all right, sweet, I got my paycheck, and now I'm good to ride for like the next. Yeah, like lackadaisical, right? Um, so and, co- and Connor, thought, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, just on that comment, my, my thing is though, when you're getting paid the second highest in, on the team, you need to be second highest in points, minimally. Minimally. I don't think so. I mean, that's. I don't think as an offensive forward, yes, I, I do. If as a defenseman, maybe not, but he, that's what he's paid to do is score points. Yeah, I, I know, but I like. I also think that you got to be you got to be showing signs of progression too on a on a bad team. Like right now, he's not. Yeah, it would be fantastic if he ended the year in like a top top one, top two in points. But not know. not I'm talking about on the team not in the not in the no I know the, I, I, okay. I, okay I understand now, what I'm just saying is that there's a, I think there's a lot of variables that play into it as far as like a long-term plan of how you're building a team and like what you want to see from him and why I think he was healthy is like hey you're he's not actually number back. one in points on the team currently yep. Dustin yeah I know yeah. I just pulled it up thank you Tyler yeah I was, I was looking at that as well so but so which is great but I think that you really have to show steps every game in every mm-hmm. season so that in year three you are a a stud top six forward. Now you have a couple pieces around you, 
And again, I think that he will be, you know, a top three in points, the top two in points this season. But I also don't think that it's a, it's a necessity given where the team is at. Here's, here's something that I think we can all agree upon. We know he had a slow start and he's starting to pick things back up. He just, I, I would say that, um, you know, another regression, then it, that that's kind of unacceptable, right? Yeah, and it's going to be down to the play, and that's why I think that's yeah. important right now is to actually look exactly. at him as a player. Like the for for us as fans, it'll be difficult because we're at the end of the day we're going to be like, was he a top three star? You know, like where, where did he get in points? And I think that they're going to be they're going to be like terribly critiquing and breaking down his film like we haven't seen before in any other player because yes. of, you know they're going to be in in uh, on the plane and Eisenman's going to be sitting down next to him and be like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> the, or yeah. or Hey, this is a great play. You're getting your opportunities. You got to bury that. And I know you can. And that's why I signed you, you know, in a different game, you get two here. You just happen to have, you know, you got robbed twice and it'll, you'll get your points. And I, I think that Blashill was playing some, I'm not going to say playing mental games. That's not the right way to put it, but definitely sending messages to him, the healthy, the healthy scratch. um, And also putting him on the, on the third line and saying, Hey, like we need you to produce man. And, if that means that you know less ice time for you, then so be it. And it, it's more more or so opportunities to prove it, exactly. Yeah. So so that that's kind of my point, right? Is you know prove that you should be on the first line. You're paid like you should be on the first line, but you you need to show it to me. And he worked his way up. Now he's on second line, and and uh, we'll see. I think that when Bertuzzi comes back, I have a good feeling about. Um, about Mantha and Bertuzzi, I think that they're going to be battling for top spot for points and Larkin's going to be probably number three, but I just have a feeling that those two, uh, if, you know, obviously pending any health restrictions that, uh, that those two are going to be top points on the team. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I agree. I mean, I mean, like I said, I like Bertuzzi, so I'm hoping after this year, they lock him up, even though you guys don't think he's something special. I don't. You keep bringing that up. I don't. I I, I don't understand where that's coming from. But uh, because you, because you've said because both of you said that he's just a a generic insert your name here player. No, I think that no no no. You're what putting you words into our mouth. <laughs> yeah. No no. But you've said that you said Anthony Mantha is a one a one of a kind uh, no. big goal scorer and hold on and Tyler Bertuzzi is there's a there's other Tyler Bertuzzi's if you will in the league. That's what you, that's, I, I've said. That. I think that's fair, and I, I you can that, yeah that I, is I, fair. Then I think that's still accurate. <laughs> I, I could go to probably to each team and find a, a similar Tyler Bertuzzi. But I feel like I, I don't know. Again, that's why I want to see more out of Anthony Mantha. When you guys talk like when you say like he's a goal scorer, this that and the other, I want to see points. I want to see putting up right. big numbers. Dustin, I, I, Dustin, I, I think you keep like circling back to the whole pinning. Anthony Mantha versus it, it's not like a Tupac Biggie conversation. Oh, no, 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 we're, for sure. We're, we're on, we're on both. They're all on the same team. We, we want them to both do very well. But the only thing that we're saying is that Mantha with his size, his skating ability and his shot, you combine all of that and you, you can't find that many in the NHL that are like that. And, like, maybe and- a few. And right where the and I've said this before when it happened. If you're a team that is in a spot to get in the playoffs, Bertuzzi is probably a safer bet that you can just sit back on. Now, if you're building somebody and you want to take a risk, 
Mantha is, is like clear far and away the, the person that you would take a risk on because of a potential upside. Could it bite you in the ass? Sure, but you're in a last place team. Does it matter if it bites you in the ass and in four years you get out of it when you weren't wouldn't be in a playoff spot anyway, probably in the first three years? That that's where my head's at, and that's probably where Eisenman's at too. And yeah. in one in one of the last things I wanna just bring up on this and then we can move on. Let's not forget that Mantha's not making ten million dollars a year here, eight million dollars a year. No, still, and I was actually looking at that. He's still only making five million. And I think that if you're getting forty points, thirty to forty points in a normal season. Maybe like that, you probably want to be north of thirty-five, you know, and hopefully probably north of fifty in like good years. That that's that's typical of what a five million dollar forward. Yeah, so he, so he's in the likes of like T.J. Oshie, Martin Jones, uh, Jabensky, yeah. Cam Atkinson, so it's William like, Carlson. Yeah, it's tough Martin, to Martin Jones is a goalie. Sorry, I didn't say Martin Jones. Did I? Yeah. I just thought Seth Jones. I'm like, wow, that what a what a deal. That's why I thought. That's why I thought too. <laughs> but he's only, I, thought, I, I thought the same thing. I was like, that's a really cheap deal for Seth Jones. <laughs> um, the, the one last thing. This is not. Uh, this is not Mantha related. But did you guys that <laughs> yesterday? Where uh, it was um, Roman Yossi. I forget who his partner is, but then they compared ice time to Carlson and Burns. They're Carlson and Burns are are averaging 26. I think 26 minutes. I saw that. 26, yeah. 27 minutes a game. That is ridiculous. Talk about a fall from grace, Carlson, huh? I know. Oh, my I God. Know. That's what, and that is the ultimate risk of taking a guy like that. I mean, what's he making? $10 million? Yes. Mm. Yeah. They, they are handcuffed for years to come with that yeah. one. So, I mean, that that's tough. I mean, obviously. 11-5. Ele- ele- oh, yeah. 11-5. So, so, hey, who would you want? Mantha or Carlson? Honest question. <laughs> uh at that price tag <laughs> just like as a player put them both at five million <laughs> but i mean it's defenseman so you you take that on the wings so. right no. <laughs> so um so i i think that we should we should probably bring up who we had on for for a guest this week uh since we're since we're 20 oh yeah i gotta say her name again um <laughs> you so her, her name is sarah ev kotugadbu Nice. Hey, That's good. And uh, her her name put me in such a blender that I think that even uh, when when I was introducing her, my mind was still like messed up and in a pretzel. Where I said, "Thank you for having us on," instead of you "Thank you for coming on." <laughs> yeah. So I wanted to get in front of that, uh, but yeah, I I was I was still like, man, her her name rattled me rattled my cage that much where I can't even speak. This and, is her uh, podcast now, I guess. Right, and uh, you won't hear Connor's voice because that's when he was skiing in Colorado. So, <laughs> that's him. Oh yeah, you weren't on for that one. Damn. No, no, he was not. Well, it was it was an awesome interview. We we got to uh, get a little bit of a sneak peek in bubble life in Lake Placid um, for NWHL. And uh, she talked about a little, little bit about just being on the Toronto Six and, you know, what it's like to be in the, you know, the new kid on the block in terms of the Wait new team. Connor was on that interview, wasn't he? I, I was just messaging you guys. I'm like, guys, I'm, I'm not going to correct you there, but I was definitely on for this one. Yeah, I was like, wait a second. He definitely was on that. No, I remember he, he, him he, asking he wasn't questions. On, 
Yeah, I, I was I was gonna say I was like, wait, what? Um, but yeah, he, he wasn't <laughs> on early, the previous. Early everybody, I, I have. Yeah. Uh, yeah, did you say it's early? Yeah, that that is true. If you look at the chat right now, for only us three are able to see this. I was like, <laughs> wasn't I on for this one? Dot dot dot. Um, yeah. so <laughs> <laughs> but but a hey, self corrected. That's better than being called out. I appreciate that. Um, we, we just want to kick Connor off. <laughs> but um uh, i think there was a buffalo question in there as well if i'm not mistaken absolutely about hot wings. Yeah, that's why i remembered that yep, yep. <laughs> so be, be ready for that obviously i had to ask where the best place to get wings or if, if they've tried them or if she if she's tried them and i don't think she has spoiler so connor i don't think have you even mentioned where like the best place to get wings in, wings is in buffalo actually buffalo I, wild wings i, I love that place <laughs> B-dubs. Uh, ever heard of it? That's like a, a uh, remember Michael Scott in the office when he, yes, when so, he had, uh, yeah, <laughs> Sparrow or some, yeah. it, it, traditional New York slice or whatever he said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my Authentic. Favorite, my favorite little New York joint, I think, something like that. Yeah. Um, but to answer your question, Tyler, I honestly don't know. I, I don't have, I'm not like a plate or a person that knows the ins and outs of there. I'm just curious for people if they tried them, if they like them, and if they have a best spot. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Know. He's he's waiting for someone to tell him so he can go munch. Yeah, like I, I've I've tried a bunch just at. It's a good strategy. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'm making a list here and, and checking it twice. Obviously, there we go. <laughs> okay, Santa, <laughs> chicken wing uh, Santa. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, just just to kind of sum up, um, Sarah, talking about the World Juniors and and everything like that. It was uh, it was definitely a treat to have her on, and it's. You hate to see the season get cut short with them, you know, being the new team and right out of the gate, six games played four, one and one. I mean, they were just killing it. So, um, but yeah, I guess, uh, should we kick it over? Yeah, let's kick it over. All right. Well, you know what time it is. Done. Our next guest is our first French Canadian guest from Quebec on the podcast. He played in the World Juniors for Team Canada, spent four years at Quinnipiac University, and is also one of the newest members of the Toronto Six. She plays forward. Please welcome to the Wing Sauce podcast, Sarah Ev Kotugadbu. Thank you very much for, for joining us. And did I say that properly? You did. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Good job, Tyler. I'm proud of you. I, I did write down phonetically how to say it, so um, I, I was really hoping that I nailed it. <laughs> so, but yeah, thank you so much for for having us on. I for for coming on. Um, we, I, I wanted to ask you first off with with your name. That's got to be so difficult with like uh, with hockey announcers and everything, right? Do you get that a lot? <laughs> oh yeah, so hard. Um, I would say like at Quinnipiac, the first couple of times I would say my name, it was so wrong that um, one of the announcer came to me and he was like, hey, just so I know, like, how do I say it? And that it started like that. And uh, in the bubble, it was awful. People were like, are they saying your name? I'm like, yeah, they're trying. <laughs> <laughs> they're trying. <laughs> See, like, like pe- people have butchered my last name, but I mean, I... I wasn't even going to take a stab at, at how to pronounce it without asking you first. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, thank you very much for helping me out or else I would have been completely lost. <laughs> You're good. Thanks for asking. Um, so where are you right now? Are you in, are you in Toronto? Are you back home in Quebec? Where are you? 
Uh, I'm back in Quebec right now. I'm uh, quarantining. Uh, I'm at day, I think, six, and I have 14 days total. So, Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. So, Sarah, did you have to jump right into that right after Lake Placid, I'm assuming? Yeah, so exactly. We took uh, the bus back to Toronto, and uh, for me, it was best uh, if I could uh, quarantine back home. I'm like in a, my cottage, so it's safer for me if I'm not around anyone, just COVID-wise. Yeah, absolutely. Is the cottage in the woods, I'm assuming? Yeah, it is. Uh, actually, it's fun because there's like no neighbors here. It's super like relaxing and I have a snowmobile and I go snow sh- snowshoeing and everything. So I'm. Oh, that nice. sounds like the life. Yeah. I don't it's not so bad. And I have like a fireplace and my I was just going to say a nice fire. Yeah. Is, is there a, is there a pond nearby where you could, you could play a little pond hockey? Actually, no, that's what it sounds oh. There's one like not too far away, but it's like I can't go because there's going to be people on it. And actually, yesterday the police officers came to see if I was really quarantining and everything. Oh, wow. So wow. I guess I'm Whoa. Yeah. Absolutely. They're not joking in Canada. Oh, no, they, yeah. they take it seriously. Luckily, yeah. you weren't throwing a party at that point. <laughs> <laughs> well, or out snowmobiling. <laughs> yeah. No, it was good. Like, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I need to be like careful and everything. And I am, so that's that's the good news. Good. So, but other than that though, you're staying safe, staying healthy. Yeah, so far so good. Uh I tested negative again uh 2 days ago, so I guess I'm lucky and everything's going well so far. That's great. Does that get set up by uh your team or is that from from Canada like the government side or like who who is like making you do these tests and things like that and like making sure you're quarantining and all that stuff. Oh uh, yeah. That's, that's the Canada government. Uh, so when we crossed the border, they told us like, Hey, you need to quarantine. And they asked for like our phone numbers where we're going to be. So I guess that's why the police knew where I was. So it's really serious. Jeez. Wow. So Sarah, did, did they know, was that because you were exposed in Lake Placid or was that because you came back from across the border? I think it was just because I cr- I came back from the border. Um, okay. I heard that if you're coming back and you already have COVID, you have to uh, isolate for 10 days. But if you're negative, you have to isolate for 14 days just in case COVID like hits you. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. It does it, though? Well, so if you have COVID, if, if you, if you, you cross days, the border, if you don't have COVID, you get 14 days. Well, because if you don't have, if you've had COVID, then I think that like, you aren't susceptible to get past on COVID. They say like your, your likelihood is like greatly reduced almost to zero yeah. at 10 days because you've already had it. Um, but not so much if you don't have it, then you're up to 14 days. Yeah, exactly. So talk to us a little bit about, uh, about bubble life in, in Lake Placid. I mean, how, how was that? That obviously is nothing, probably like nothing you've ever experienced. I would imagine. Yeah, not really. Uh, it like, it kind of like seemed like it was when I was back in world junior when I was 17, because you're just like, all the teams are like at one place and we're just all playing there like a big tournament for two weeks. But I mean like the protocols because of COVID was just like very strict. Uh, we were alone in our rooms. Uh, we couldn't leave the room. Uh, but I mean, it was such a fun time and like the league made sure we were like all safe. Uh, it's such a bummer that it like, COVID got into uh, into the bubble, but honestly, like had, like we talked about it with the girls, like we had like our best time over there. We felt like pros, and it was it was awesome. 
Yeah. I mean, you, hey, you are, first you off, are you pros. are a pro. Yeah. You are pros. You're allowed to feel but, like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I guess they just took so much care of us that we really felt like we were like, I don't know, like, like in the NHL or something, right? Yeah, exactly. Women's sports is not exactly like the men. So we really felt like, yeah, like we were equally as treated as if we were men. No, that, that's fantastic. I think that's the whole goal too. And I think it's going to continue to, to be that way as the league starts growing a little bit more and more each year. Um, I'm curious though, like for, so when you guys found out, you said that you guys were all staying in the same place, I'm assuming just like stay, same hotel. Um, and there's probably news that was kind of breaking for you guys figuring out like, hey, somebody's been exposed on a specific team or at the hotel or whatever. How did you guys find out that that things were in jeopardy like what was that moment like did you hear from coaches or the hotel you know or the league or how that how'd that go down uh, I think it went down like first of all you just hear stuff left and right like some of uh are like rumors and some of them are true but most of the time uh to confirm everything uh, we would have like zoom meetings with our coaches and uh with digit our director um but yeah it's it's tough. Like you hear stuff left and right. And then sometimes you're like, Oh, this team has that many cases, but that's not even true. And a lot of girls know each other on other teams. So we talk a lot. And I think that's like, it was kind of good, but kind of bad at the same time. Mm. So Sarah, can you speak to a little bit about being on uh, the newest NWHL team playing in the bubble? Was that pretty exciting playing for Toronto? Super exciting. Uh, we had so much like support back from Toronto. Uh, I think also like being like the newcomer in the league, we kind of had a target on ourselves. Um, the other teams like were kind of pumped to play against us. Uh, it was the games were harder against them just because we were the newer team. Uh, but it, I mean, it, we made history, and then it was off. It was awesome. Yeah, that's in, that's incredible. I was just gonna make a uh, a comparison. I mean, you guys had such a great start with six games. You guys were four, one and one. Is that right? Yes, it is. And we finished first, like in the tournament. Right. So I, I I was going to say, you guys are kind of like the Vegas golden Knights of the NWHL. You're brand new to the league. No one really knows what to expect from you guys. And you just showed up. And I mean, that, that must've been so cool, but obviously you hate to see the season get cut short, but I mean, how did you guys feel heading into Lake Placid? Was there a lot of nerves or did you guys already feel confident? Uh, I think there's for sure some nerves just because we're a new team. We never played with uh, one another, but on paper we knew we looked good. And everything, but like like you said, I felt like it was really like uh, the Golden Knights, and that's how I like saw it at one point, and I love it. Like you love to see it, right? Like a new team just doing their thing and just performing at this level. Oh, for sure. And so, um, I I mean, I, who was it? Is it Brooke Boquist? I saw that there was a. Uh, like a highlight reel of her just dangling somebody. Is that what she does in practice or was that kind of like a surprise to everyone? Uh, I think for me, at least was kind of surprising. Uh, I never saw her do it in practice, but I know she's like a skilled player. So I, like it made sense, but I like, I was kind of shocked and it was like, <laughs> awesome. it was like, 
was, everyone was like, oh my God. And I, on the bench, that was I yelled. Sick. Like, I was like, this is going to be a highlight reel. And yeah, uh, it was sick. <laughs> it, that was incredible. It was definitely a highlight reel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I I wanted to ask you guys. I mean, obviously there's there's a lot there's a lot going on in uh, when you guys were practicing heading to Lake Placid and everything. Um, was it difficult kind of getting to know everybody, or, or did you guys hit that stride right away? Is that kind of what led to your success? Uh, I think like it took. It took us like uh, two games. Like I think it also shows for like our results. We got our uh, first win on the third game, I, I believe. Uh, we were kind of just like figuring out how to play with each other, with the chemistry and everything. Uh, it was also hard because back in Toronto, we couldn't practice with the whole team all year uh, because of COVID protocol. So it would be into like the team was split into two so we can practice. So, But um, the girls are great. We have like awesome players. It was very unreal for me to play with such good players. And I guess after like three games, we figured it out pretty well. So no kidding. I mean, the the closest game that you guys had, I think was uh, Minnesota, right? Where it was four to three. Other than that, I mean, you guys were pretty much tearing every team apart. Yeah. Like it was, yeah, it was pretty good. Um, Like I said, I think we figured it out and we had, we said we out, had like all gas, no brakes. That's what we were saying. So I love that. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's the best. <laughs> <laughs> so how how awesome was it to to get that first goal out of the way? I mean, you guys are a brand new team. Um, and when was it when you scored your your first goal? First of all, it's your first pro goal and your first goal on a brand new team. That's that's awesome. Yeah, uh, I felt pretty good to be honest. I felt like. You, you always have like this pressure on yourself that I'm putting to just like perform at what I can do. Um, but once I found the pocket in the back of the net, it felt pretty special. Like first pro goal, like you said, the team was doing well. I, I think I, t- I gave the, like the team a, a one goal lead at this, at that point. And Bucky of course finished it. So we could uh, yeah. grab a great win there. Uh, it was an unreal game. I think everyone was feeling at their best at that point. Talk about a season she's having or that she was having. I mean, oh my God, six six games played and nine points, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure leading, leading the NWHL, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, she is. She is, yeah. She's such a good player. She's so natural. Uh, she make it look easy and it's unreal to like have her on our team. I'm glad we had her on the podcast before she played. She's probably, she's probably too good to talk to us now. Yeah, she won't come back on. <laughs> right? Uh, I wanted to ask, did you get to keep – did someone grab your puck when you uh, scored your first goal? Did you, do you have it with you? Yeah, actually, uh, Lindsay Eastwood uh, grabbed my puck because she was just like – she knew it was my first. And uh, they didn't give us uh, the puck. At, I think they wanted to wait until the end of the tournament. But since it ended that way, I just grabbed it. Uh <laughs> <laughs> so everyone grabbed their puck. For sure. Says, I'm taking this. It's a pro yeah. move. Yeah, yeah. Take, take what's yours. <laughs> I mean, that's probably not even going through your mind, right? You're just excited that you scored. And, and <laughs> see, if now that I think about it, if I scored a goal at that high, I'm darting straight to the net, elbowing a goalie, and I'm like, give me that puck. Tyler doesn't <laughs> leave the net behind the goal line. He just <laughs> <laughs> because if he takes it out, he's not going to realize that he actually scored. He won't believe it. 
I love that. <laughs> no, but that's that's the best. Yeah, you need the, you need the teammates to go get the puck for you. There's a there's a few first things in in playing and and these new, well, in a new league overall and scoring your first goal that's incredible and that's something that you'll have you'll have forever. Throw some tape around there, write first NWHL goal, and and you're good to go. Yeah, exactly. I have it right now in my bag. Um, so no, it's it's uh, special for sure. So I wanted to kind of go go back to how everything started for you. I mean, obviously, growing up in in Canada, that's uh, that you know birthplace of hockey and whatnot. But did you have a favorite hockey player or an inspiration that got you into playing? How did that all start? Yeah, I th- it all started with my dad. Uh, my cousins were playing in the Q in the junior league here in Quebec, so I was also, like influenced by them. A lot. Uh, I think I was like two and a half at Christmas. The only thing I wanted was a pair of skate, and I got it. Uh, I my mom keeps telling me the story how the skates were not sharpened and we had like protectors on it, but I I had to sleep with them because I I, I <laughs> sleep with them. And then that winter, my dad made like a, a little pond outside, like ice outdoor, and that's how I started the first skate. And I think at four, I started like hockey with. Uh, organization all key oh wow yeah so pretty much you learned how to tie your skates before you learned how to tie your shoes exactly I was I loved hockey I've always loved hockey I would play like in the basement with my dad Uh, I have some great memories from it and it's I think I'm lucky to still be playing at my age oh yeah (laughs) yeah absolutely uh Sarah so I'm I'm looking at your Wikipedia First off, I'm not going to try to pretend to pronounce where you went to secondary school at. Could, could, could you say that for me? Is it uh, Cégep Limoilou? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, That's what I went. Yeah. So easy. I was going to say that, but I didn't want to, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> go, go ahead. But, give it a shot, Dustin. Uh, you know what? She did such a great job. I, I don't want to take, <laughs> take it from Smart. her. Good man. Uh, um, no, but I'm reading that in, in 43 games, you put up 51 points. And then in... 2015 um you were a recipient of a 1500 dollar um scholarship from the montreal canadians yeah that's that's right yeah for excellence in women's youth hockey so that's awesome yeah thank you very much yeah so it's kind of different in quebec you guys have high school everywhere else but we have like high school until like 11th grade and then we have cegep for two to three years so i played with girls like older than me a bit because i just did it in two years instead of three Okay. So it was like, um, lucky. It was. so is that like college or is it like, it's, it's like a pre-college for us that we have to do in order to go to college. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, so, go ahead, Dustin. Oh, so I was just going to ask you, um, one of our, one of our listeners wanted me to ask you why you choose, why you chose, uh, Quinnipiac. Quinnipiac, yeah. Quinnipiac. Well, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of hard words on this podcast today. I know. We're going to have a quiz for everybody. Everybody listening, you guys are all going to get flashcards and we're going to have a pronunciation. I love Quinnipiac, that. right? Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. Um, I chose Quinnipiac because uh, my coach at U18 was uh, Cass Turner uh, for Team Canada U18. Yeah. And uh, she called me like a couple months after the tournament. And I was kind of confused. Like I couldn't really speak well in English, and I thought she was talking to me about Hockey Canada. And then she was like, "Hey, I'm 
I'm now the head coach at Quinnipiac University. I'm, I'm like, what is this university? Because <laughs> I was like, what? like you kind of like the name sounds weird. <laughs> um, but she was like, can you, like come visit? And as soon as I visit it, it's a small like school. Uh, so it was perfect for me coming from a small town. And yeah. That's great. It's a, it's definitely a hockey school too. I mean, like when you visited there, you probably realized right away that, you know, it's not in, uh, in America anyway, most people think of when they go to college, it's either not a sports place or you have football or you have basketball. Those are kind of like the lead, the leaders. But when you go to Quinnipiac, it's, that's it's hockey first. And then there's some other sports that follow behind it. In in my opinion, anyway, and the few people that I've talked to that have been there, it seems like hockey is very high up on their, on the sports list there. Oh yeah, exactly. It was it was the sport over there, and the men's team are like doing well for years now, and we were doing pretty well too. Like it's crazy, like the amount of like people on campus like rooting for us, and like you said, it was it was hockey over there. It was not football or because we don't have a club, but uh, a team. But also like basketball was after us, I would say. So it looks like you are actually a history maker. There, you were the first native French speaker. I was, yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah, and so, I think in all also I was the first uh Quebec person there like overall like student or whatever, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh and, and in your rookie season you scored 6 points in 22 games and uh rookie of the month, which is awesome. So, when you moved to the United States, uh were you practicing English beforehand? Did you speak English at all? Uh I mean, you know, like when you have high school classes, it's like English. Maybe for you guys, it's French or Spanish. So yeah, that was kind of like my, I don't know, like my level of speaking or understanding English. So it was not pretty good. It all started with like Hockey Canada when I went to camps and everything. Uh, I just remember like struggling a lot. And my mom was telling me, you should start watching shows uh, in English, like Netflix. Oh, they wow. actually helped me a lot. Uh but yeah, coming to QU was kind of hard with school in my second language. Yeah. But I had a lot of help, so I was grateful for that. So with Hockey Canada, I wasn't even thinking you had you had ladies from all over Canada, not just in Quebec. So you'd have, you know, English speaking Canadians as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So <clears throat> do, do you want to talk a little bit about that? You, you played in the World Junior. That's exciting. Um, do can you tell us where that was in 2016? Yeah, that's a great question, Dustin, because I was actually just thinking that, uh, you know, you mentioned World Junior earlier, and I'm like, that, I mean, there's so many other big things that you've talked about already, like playing playing high-level hockey, both in, in America and then being in the bubble in the NWHL, NWHL playing professional. I'm like, we haven't even got to World Juniors yet. That's incredible. I know. Yeah, well, World Junior was like a fun time for sure. It was in Buffalo, so it was pretty close to us because our camp was in uh, Toronto uh, before heading to World. So we just took a bus there. Uh, eh. That was like my first time where I realized like how, like, I don't know, I was come coming from like a small town playing hockey with boys. I didn't even realize there were so many girls playing hockey. I was so like, I don't know, innocent, I feel like. But I saw like the stage there, the rink was always full. It was like unbelievable. So that was it. So how much time did you, like, did, so you, were you in Buffalo for a while or how much time were you in Buffalo for? Uh, I think it was about like two weeks. Um, we got there. Well, we got in Toronto like right after Christmas. And then I think the tournament started in like uh, the 2nd of January or something like that. 
Okay, so two two weeks is long enough for me to ask the question because I ask everybody that we have on from Buffalo. I just got family there. I so I have family there. I spent a lot of time in Buffalo. I love I love the pizza there, but even more importantly, I love the wings. Did you have any buffalo wings there? Unfortunately, we didn't. <laughs> you, oh. well, you, you need to, now you need to go back. So you have a great excuse right? to go back. <laughs> My mom did. She was telling me how good it was, but I guess we're on a strict like diet over there. Mm. We did have pizza though one night. It was pretty good too. <laughs> well, uh, fortunately for me, I haven't had a strict diet in Buffalo um, or anywhere else, <laughs> but, but especially Buffalo. <laughs> Hey, it's it's good protein. It's chicken wings, right? Exactly. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> Except for the fried batter. Don't but... worry about that. Cut that part out. <laughs> don't don't add that to the uh, to the health app. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I I I also ask this question a lot to to everyone too, Sarah. So I mean, playing for teams when you're growing up is cool, but when you play for your country, it's it's got to mean something completely different. I mean. What was that like for your first experience throwing on that that Canada jersey? Well, it was something to be honest. Uh, we had our series. Uh, I made the summer series. They call it against the U.S. the summer before, and that's when I first the jersey. Yeah. Did, did you go did you easy us? on us? <laughs> uh, I think we 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 won. It was like yeah, we won two to one. Like this. Year. Not surprised. Oh, that's yeah. not, not terrible. Though. I was expecting like nine nothing. I do recall us winning a recent one, though. True. Yeah, but well, <laughs> uh, during uh, the the World Junior, so that's on and over overtime at the gold medal, so that that kind of stink. But uh, no, it was unreal. Just seeing like on the board, seeing Canada, USA, you're like, wow, like this is my country, and I got chills at the anthem. But like, no, it was- th- that's what I was gonna say though. Like, is that when it hits you? Is that like you're you're not just in another hockey game. Like this is just, this is you playing for your country. Like that, it's something way different. Yeah. I think it, it's when I like step on the ice uh, during warm up. I saw like the U S team over there and I was like, Oh my God, they're all from the best of the U S. And then I guess we're the best of Canada. So it was just, and then the national anthem, it just like hit me, but yeah, it's, it was a special, like I, I'll always like remember that. The, the closest I'll ever get to that is throwing on my Mike Ruzioni jersey and drinking a beer and going out and playing some some pond hockey. So, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So I, I mean that that's that's incredible. How'd you guys do in that tournament? Uh, at the World Junior or at the Summer One? Yeah, uh, the World Junior one. Yeah, we finished uh second. Like I in uh yeah, it was pretty good. We beat the US uh our first game and we went to the Rub semis against the Czechs. Yeah. <laughs> against the Czechs, I think it went pretty well. Then we had the US uh for the final. It was such a tight game. It was tied two to two. Then going to overtime, we started with a PK, they scored right away. It was kinda oh, no kind of really hard but you know i was i was glad like we went there with i don't know we gave everything we had yeah well talk a little bit about that rivalry i mean obviously going into everyone knows that that well at least you know the united states is if you look at the head-to-head i guarantee you canada has us by a long shot when it comes hold on time out so i'm looking at it right now it's actually They, they, the United States and Canada have participated 13 years. Uh, 
United States has juniors? eight golds, five silvers. Yep. Okay. For women's. Uh, Canada has five golds, seven silver. Oh, so. okay. Whoa. Yeah, no, it's, it hasn't been easy for us, like, being in the U.S. Uh, in the past no. couple years. No. No, I mean, but to be fair, though, like, those are the two powerhouses when you think of women's hockey is Canada and the right. United States. So so that's what I that's what I was kind of getting at though. I mean, describe the rivalry. Like what are those games like? Oh my god, it's really physical. Uh it's hard. The US are fast like compared to playing like Russia or any other teams. I feel like they're so well balanced just like us. I feel like if you would ask any US player on that team, they would have said the same thing with us. It's uh it's honestly like I feel like that year it was like equal like it was just like they would score we score we score they scored it was yeah I, it was a good back like like back to back yeah it was yeah does any does any other country because i feel like uh u.s and canada they play similar styles and it almost comes down to just the the better players or you know a, a lucky bounce here or there or whatever but is there any team you mentioned russia there which actually sparked the question is there any other country that just plays a completely different style where you have to almost adjust whether they're maybe they're slower but more skilled or maybe what they're a little bit slower but more physical in the corners or, or what what other countries stood out in like a different facet of the game well i think russia did um they would have either small players that were so fast and silky and had skills, or they would have like big players and their goalie. I just remember just being so good, and I feel like it kind of like it kind of like always like that. But I would say Finland or Sweden, they're so fun to like play against or just watch to play. I don't know. I love their style of play, how they skate and everything. It just seems so smooth. So, Sarah, I, I wanted to ask you this question because when I'm watching the World Juniors on TV and I see these players, like, you know, if someone takes a stab at the goalie or something and players are, are jawing at each other, it's like, you don't know what that guy's saying. It's in a different language. So so have you been in that scenario where you're, like, trying to, like, shit talk somebody from Russia and you're like, what? why am I wasting my time? They don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> yes actually well not me personally but some girls on my team that. were yeah no I'm <laughs> I don't really chirp that much but just because my English is not good enough I would say but uh you just do it in French, French. <laughs> yeah, yeah, French. Well, then that's for sure no one would understand but, <laughs> but you do that's all that matters <laughs> right but yeah I just remember I think it was I don't remember what team, but they were just like speaking on the bench. And I was like, wow, <laughs> like, I don't understand what they say. And then on the face off, we would like talk to each other. And it was, it was like unreal. Like it was like sick. I think it was the Russian. So it, it, you, the United States and Canada, who has the better chirps? Um, I think Canadians are too nice. <laughs> I think it's the U S <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the U.S. can be really mean at, at times. Yeah, they can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I, I mean, I've I've heard some some really, really nasty stuff. I mean, um, like what's what's the you don't want to if you don't want to get into it, you don't have to or you don't have to say a name. What's like the worst chirp that you've heard or like the meanest chirp that you've heard on the ice? <laughs> God, um. I'm not that much of like a fighter, so I don't think anyone has said something bad. 
But I think it was more like when I played with boys, it was just like chirps about like me being a girl and everything. Oh, wow. really? Oh, real, my real God. original. Real yeah. original. Uh, wow. I don't remember what they would say, but just like, I don't know, like some mean stuff, like when you're a kid and you, it just like hurts you, you know, that's what I remember from it. So if there's, any, <laughs> if there's any boys listening, don't chirp girls about playing boys hockey first off they're probably better than you and secondly there's no reason for it yeah she's a pro now and and the guys she played against are probably sitting at home screaming watching the leafs and habs exactly (laughs) (laughs) that's exactly what it is but yeah (laughs) (laughs) so speaking of the habs i wanted to ask you was that your was that your team growing up oh yes it sure is man so that's tyler's favorite team actually (laughs) False. Nice. No, it's, nope. it's, it's, it's not. No, the, the, the wings definitely are. Okay. So there's a backstory about this, Sarah. I got, I got to come clean about it. So last year during, during the playoffs, I did not think the Habs had any shot whatsoever of making, he loves Carey Price. <laughs> no. So I, I hated, I hated the narrative that, that Carey Price could bring them to a Stanley cup. And that was it. I disagreed with it, and I said, if they do, I will get a tattoo on my butt cheek of of the of the Montreal Canadiens logo. And I got to tell you, I started sweating a little bit after they beat Pittsburgh. I'm like, oh my god, they might actually do this. That's so funny. I love that. <laughs> but now they're killing it this year. I mean, have have you had any time to to pay attention to them at all? Oh yes, I as soon as I can, I try to watch the games are they're, they're so fun to to watch right now uh i think the younger and the older kids are just like just i don't know it's like a perfect match oh yeah well and and petrie is having a hell of a year my god i know he, right he actually went to the same high school uh as connor and myself just just a small little little shout out there um He's he's way older than us, but uh, and he wouldn't know who we are. But <laughs> just a little fun fact. But uh, he's he's an amazing player. I mean, who would have thought when he was playing in Edmonton? I mean, when he got traded to Montreal, I knew that that was going to be a huge piece for you guys, and he definitely turned out to be. Yes, he's. The, I think he's the leader in points for D right right now. Yeah, yeah, I think he's got fourteen points or something like that crazy yep he's on my fantasy team sarah who's your favorite uh who's your favorite player past or present uh on montreal or just anything any team anything uh that's a tough one uh for i think i gotta go with mcdavid he's my age but hey he's i don't know i keep watching videos of him mcdavid (laughs) no (laughs) i've heard of him yeah a little bit (laughs) The human cheat code? Yeah. It's yeah. unfair when he's out there. It's unreal. It is. And I don't know. He's just so good. And But in the past, it was Crosby. Just typical. I'm just a typical Canadian girl. Like, <laughs> nothing. Well, first off, they should give McDavid a straight blade. That might that might neutralize him a little bit. <laughs> It'll help his backhand, though. Or, or make, make him wear ankle weights. Yeah. <laughs> Play opposite-handed, I think, is the only thing that will help. That's true. Blindfolded, maybe. <laughs> He's so fast. It's crazy. Oh, oh it's God. ridiculous. He's unreal. He, unreal. The the crazy thing about it, though, he literally blows past people who are phenomenal skaters. He makes them look like they're standing still. 
I know. It's like, I don't understand how we can do that. I don't either. No one does. <laughs> Every time we have a, we have a group, we have a group chat. And when McDavid's on the ice, we'll get Connor will send something over. He'll be like, Oh, look at this goal. And it's just, he's so fat, like out of nowhere too. He starts at zero and goes to a hundred and literally a snap. It's his fast twitch muscle is insane. Um, but is there a person or, or, you know, in women's hockey or men's hockey that you looked up to growing up? Uh, yeah, I would say Gina Kingsbury. She's from my hometown. She played uh, in two Olympics. I think her last Olympic was like in 2010. Oh, wow. Yeah. And she has like uh, her picture in the rink. Uh, she has a banner there. And I would always go on the ice and look at the banner and be like, hey, I'm playing with boys right now, but maybe one day I can be just like her. So I think she was my role model over there. That's so you said she's from your hometown? Yeah, she is. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Well, now they that they have two they have two pros from that hometown. Yeah, true. So that's it's pretty fun and she has been like a great mentor for me to just I don't know, choose uh my university and just anything I sometimes want to talk to her about. Oh, so so you you talk with her? Yeah, like Choosing my university was like kind of hard, and she was assistant coach at uh, UMD, and I was like, "Oh, I want to go there." And then something happened with the coaches there; they got fired. Uh, and then she was about to go to Quinnipiac to be uh, assistant coach there, but then she got like the big job with Team Canada. So, yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so cool! It's it's not it's not every day that you hear that you know you look up to someone playing and you get to be so close with them as well. Yeah, it was pretty special. I just also remember uh, at World Junior, uh, we would have to do like a project on someone and I picked her and she was actually in town for Christmas. So I had like to meet her. I was so nervous, like in a coffee shop to ask her questions. And yeah, it was pretty fun. But she, I mean, how how big of a relief was it with that she was, it seems like from, from what I'm hearing is that she's super down to earth and, and I mean, all of the jitters kind of went away, right? Yeah, no, for sure. I just realized how she's like a human, like everyone. And for me, it was kind of weird just because I always looked up to her. Well, now you're probably going to have some people looking up to you. And uh, b- because, no, I, I say that seriously because Toronto's such a huge hockey city. And I mean, what the NWHL is doing, you know, their, their growth in such a short period of time is awesome. So, um, congratulations on all the success so far. And what are you most excited about? I know that things obviously this year didn't work out so well, or have you kind of heard from coaching staff about, uh, plans for, for next season or training camp at all? Well, everything we heard is just take those two weeks off and I think the coaches are also taking that uh, mental break uh we're hoping for like to get back to play this season to just finish it we don't know if it's going to be possible or not uh just last minute like that but we're hoping that we can have the semis and the final otherwise um I don't know I think I have to talk with the coaches if they still want me on the team (laughs) well you you guys you would think that they would want to keep the entire squad since you guys were number one. I know, right? Yeah, exactly. I, we had a lot of fun too. The girls were 
were a blast, like just partying, dancing party after the, the winning ga- the, the games. It was just like crazy. A dancing party. You, you haven't seen those on? Um, it yes. Was on, yeah. You so did. Uh, that's funny you say that. I saw them. Yes. But uh, one of the people that listened actually commented on that. She's like, I, I really like the post game celebrations. <laughs> yeah. We got chirped a lot by some people, but hey. If you're You're winning, who cares? (laughs) Yeah, you can do it if you win. (laughs) There you go. Oh, that's amazing. Well, we we really appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much for taking the time. Um, Dustin and Connor, do you guys have anything else? Uh, Sarah, where can everyone find you? As far as like Instagram or Twitter? Yeah, like uh, my handle on Instagram is uh, Sarah uh, Kutsugad. And I think Twitter is S Kutsugadbu. Awesome. Yeah. Well, well, thank you so much for having me, guys. I had a fun time with you. Yeah. Merci, Sarah. <laughs> oh, no, nice. No, no. Nice. I need to do that, too. I need to learn some French. Merci. Merci. <laughs> yes. Merci. Awesome. All right. See ya. See ya. You done goofed. Merci, Sarah. Thank you for coming on. Nice. You like that? Yeah. Connor, Tyler, what'd you guys think since Connor was on? I was not on this one, so you guys have to take I'm just <laughs> I don't uh, think I was on either. <laughs> yeah, Tyler Tyler's definitely not on. Um no, I, I you know, we touched on it before. I, I <laughs> you guys heard me. I asked about the wings. <laughs> the buffalo wings, not the red wings. And um it wasn't a great <laughs> answer, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, you you really left your mark on that interview. Sure did. But <laughs> obviously for Dustin, you know, because uh he didn't even remember that you were on. I I I definitely knew. Oh Tyler, shut up. You went along you went along with it. You're like, yeah, yeah, he wasn't there. You want to know why I knew I was on before? Because sometimes you know, we randomly have weeks where it'll be super busy where we have a lot of interviews and some where we don't. So it's I like think back. But I'm like, there's no way I forgot that name unless you had two names that were super similar because <laughs> you just said it before in the uh, the intro part of this before the interview interview. And I was like, no, yeah, I was Ooh. on this one. And I, I remember Tyler trying to figure it out. So that's how I knew. Just like yes. that. But I also wanted to mention uh, the Red Wings actually had their first one like we talked about. And it was because Bernier was in that, I feel like. Um, Grice still doesn't have a win. He has a win. Oh, he has one. You're right. Yeah. He does have one, but uh, yeah, should have more than which is more than Howard had in 2020. Yeah did you did you guys hear that thing where it was like this is the last? What, was yeah, like, uh, what, D- what, Dustin what actually it? it was like 470 something days. It was like 460 yeah. days. Yeah, it was something ridiculous. Max sent me like the first like this first stat of it, and that was back I think when they're playing Nashville. No, that was yeah. uh, that was when they were playing Florida, wasn't it? Oh yeah, God, dude, I'm so sorry. Yes, when, when Bryce won, is that what it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, was the like first goalie right. other than Bernier to to have a win since like Halloween. Oh, so on February yeah. on February third, it was. It's been 464 days since a goaltender other than Jonathan Bernier won a game for the Detroit Red Wings, and then obviously Grice won that that day or whatever. No, no, not that day. Or he won that Sunday, so yes. oh, so it was like you know, whatever. Four hundred and seventy some days. Yeah, I need um, to know exactly, guys. This is important. Yeah, we we got to got to break it down. Got to get it correct it's here. Bad. It's just bad. Yeah, yeah but <laughs> but uh, what what I was saying though is Bernier wins more in Nashville. 
Oh, uh, Dustin, you you actually before you hopped on, I was telling uh, Connor. Uh, Max texted us last night. I thought that it was like five games, but Max has been to uh, the bridge, is what they call it there in Nashville, Bridgestone Arena. As the um, locals say. As the locals say, yes. Uh, he's nine and zero. Oh. oh wow! Yeah, isn't that isn't that insane? So now, it's insane every, that he's gone to nine games there is is insane. Right. Uh, so. Well, he lives in Nashville. I mean, I've been to at least nine games at LCA. Yeah, but he had nine games against the Red Wings specifically oh, in the way right Yeah, now. yeah. So they, That's they're, crazy, they're gonna play they're gonna play them more there, so we have to tell Max he's gotta go. Why don't we just go? What are we doing, boys? <laughs> we could true. do that too. All right. <laughs> um but uh yeah, they, they definitely responded better. And um Dustin, are you are you going to issue a statement retracting your your fandom for uh no no on the Bobby, Bobby Ryan, Ryan? Thing? no so Tyler once again is trying to beat me down on that um he says sits here and says he's not exciting he's trash he's excited he's other. exciting at times he says he's never exciting and he hates him um and I, I I sent him that he's was number three in points assists and goals or top three in points assists and goals so to he's be fair he's cold. just to be fair he's just as exciting as the rest of the team so. I, I still like him. I'm now the twenty goals. He better fucking pick it up because he's only at four. So that's not happening. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa! People are getting a very, a very in detail sneak peek of what it's like for me in our in our group chat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the conversation back and forth. Ty, um, Connor's just the guy, the, the Homer Simpson, who just goes back into the bush. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or, or just put my phone down and look back, and it's like forty-seven messages. And we we need to create. We need to create that that meme. Like we'll put, like paste Connor's face over Homer Simpson, just like backing into the bushes. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> oh man, but uh, definitely a, a much better showing. They they looked like they looked like a completely different team. Yeah, looked like an NHL hockey team playing out there. Yeah, and and they you know when you look at the stats, they didn't really dominate. It was just a it was a much better game overall. So. Hopefully they continue that. Um, we talked about them being consistently bad, so let's uh, let's change the tides here. Consistently playoff, good. playoff bound, baby. Mm, I don't know no. that. <laughs> Monday though, Monday though they're taking Chicago at Detroit. So let's let's go Detroit. Let's play better than we did last time against Chicago. Yes, True. we we need to. Was that a hiccup? Yes, it was. <laughs> Right, on that note, <laughs> end it on that note, exactly. <laughs> Boys, anything else? <laughs> nope. All right, let's get the puck out of here. See you next week. Peace. See you next week.